0: William Shakespeare, Victor Hugo, Henry Ford, and Benjamin Franklin. What do these four men have in common? They all have something to contribute to today's show. I'll tell you what, coming up next. Helping you grow deeper on your spiritual journey. Welcome to The Inner Life with Patrick Conley. Welcome to The Inner Life. Here on Relevant Radio, each day at 11 a.m. Central, we set out to provide some spiritual nourishment for the steps of faith you need to take today. Thanks for joining us. I'm Patrick Conley. William Shakespeare, Victor Hugo, Henry Ford, and Benjamin Franklin, what do they have to contribute to the program today? Well, they all have quotes, or at least sayings attributed to them, that deal with time management. In The Merry Wives of Windsor, Shakespeare wrote, Better Three Hours Too Soon... Than a minute too late. Victor Hugo repeatedly penned He who every morning plans the transactions of that day and follows that plan carries a thread that will guide him through the labyrinth of the most busy life. The Henry Ford quote goes like this Time waste differs from material waste in that there can be no salvage. The easiest of all wastes and the hardest to correct is the waste of time, because wasted time, he says, does not litter the floor like wasted material. And of course, I'm sure you're familiar with the saying made popular by Benjamin Franklin in Poor Richard's Almanac, early to bed and early to rise makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. Well, it does seem that many wise persons have extolled the value of good time management, and most of us can see that managing our time well is an essential part of a well-ordered life, not to mention a well-ordered faith. Still, according to one study at least, only 18% of people have a proper time management system. The other 82% either make a list by hand or do nothing at all to properly manage their time. Today on The Inner Life, we're talking about making a daily plan for life, and not just one that gets you where you need to be on time, but one that contributes to your daily growth in relationship with Jesus. Here to offer us some direction in our conversation, and I'm sure with some sage advice, is our spiritual director, Father Joseph Ilo. Father Ilo is currently pastor at Star of the Sea Parish in San Francisco, and he also gives retreats to Mother Teresa's missionaries of charity around the world. Good morning to you, Father. Welcome back to the program.
1: Good morning, Patrick. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing pretty well, thank you. And yourself?
1: Good. I mean, it's... um... Here in California, it's only nine o'clock, and uh, we're at the beginning of this day stretching out. We we'll want to use the hours that God has given us to His greater glory and the sanctification of souls. So, time management. Let's let's talk about that today.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's. And I, you know, I mentioned that you give retreats to Mother Teresa's Missionaries of Charity. Now, there is a woman who, I mean, she had a pretty structured day, according to what we can understand. Yeah,
1: she did, and. She started just very simply teaching children in the slums how to read read and write. Mm-hmm. But other girls started to join her. This was in 1948. And pretty soon the, the order exploded. Well, it grew. It grew slowly at first. But she herself said that vocations really didn't start pouring in until she started doing the daily holy hour with her sisters. So Mm. with all of the obligations that she had, she found the best use of her time, holy mass and the holy hour. Mm. And then eventually she started doing two holy hours and even more vocations came in. Wow! So we are stewards of the gift of time, meaning we receive the gift of time and then we give a portion back to God, especially in prayer. And then he gives us even more time. Mm. So the more you give, the more you get. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So so, uh, yeah, give, give God time and you'll have plenty of time.
0: Oh, right there. We'll hang that one on the wall, Father. Give uh, God time and you'll have plenty of time. I like that. Well, we're talking about making a daily plan of life. What does that mean to you, Father? Man, what, what would you say if you were going to say, all right, what's what's a plan of life? What, is, what does that actually entail?
1: A plan of life is a spiritual program, almost like a workout program for your body, but it's for your soul, your spirit. A resolution to work through a specific, balanced, written plan for interior development, for spiritual sanctification. Now, it also includes exterior dimensions, that is, charity and penance, but it begins with prayer, begins really with silence. Again, as Mother Teresa would say, everything begins with silence, charity, service, faith, happiness, begins with Setting time aside for quiet, for stillness with God. In the silence of the heart, God speaks. So that the essence, the core of a spiritual plan of life is setting time aside for quiet prayer and also for liturgical prayer, the, the daily mass, um, the rosary, things like that. Right. But that's the essence of it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, a plan of life. Is individual it has to be tailored to each of us personally and according to our state in life so a plan of life for a priest a parish priest is different than a monk is different than a married man is different than a, a retired woman or a, a mom all of these are and also the plan of life is a living document because our situations in life change so it has to be revisited frequently and then finally i would say a plan of life is used best with a spiritual director someone Uh, you meet with on a regular basis every other month or so to both for accountability and for objectivity because we don't want to end up just navel gazing so we need someone outside of ourselves to help us to guide us in our plan of life
0: well, just to drill down a little bit on what you said about it being an individual piece, Father, and and knowing that, like you said, it it would be different from between a monk or a nun, uh, an a active religious brother or sister, a priest, a lay person, uh, that that it differs, and also that it's a living document. So it is something, right, that we uh, we do kind of hammer out on our own, but not without um, drawing from the wisdom of the ages. I know. It's uh, Saint Francis de Sales, isn't it? In his introduction to the devout life, that he talks about some of these differences and acknowledging that, yeah, it's it would be inappropriate for uh, a working man or woman to spend to th- think to spend ten hours a day in prayer or something like that. And yet, it is um, still something that we can draw on, or we can maybe uh, perhaps see or set up ideals like this is where I would like to be.
1: That's right. I think the best classic book on a a plan of life and the interior life is introduction to the devout life by saint francis de sales he as you say he mentions the differences in states in life but he also gives a lot of practical advice on what we should do on a daily basis weekly basis and and an annual basis to maintain our relationship with the lord but it's a very deep book it's it um It articulates a lot of very um, fundamental principles about the interior life. So I think I would start with, if you haven't read Introduction to the Devout Life by St. Francis de Sales, that's a classic that every Catholic should read. But then there are lots of other books and websites. I was just looking at some websites this morning to prepare for the show today, and there are some excellent websites on if you just google a plan of life you'll find some very good things I know that um, Opus Dei for example Monsignor Escriva was very insistent for all members of Opus Dei on regular adherence to a program of life. Legionaries of Christ also have some good work on this, the Jesuits etc. So there's a lot of good information on the internet and then and then you, you refer that that will refer you to books that go drill down even deeper and more um, expansively on the subject.
0: Yeah. Very good. Well, and these resources we want to make good usage of, including the resources of our show today, uh, when we're speaking with our spiritual director, Father Joseph Ilo, and we're talking about making a plan of life, seeking some wisdom and how to be, intentional about the way that we structure our days and and how those days are meant to lead us into deeper relationship with the lord if you have a specific uh, spiritual plan a daily plan of life that uh, helps you along or maybe you struggle to find time for prayer or the sacraments and maybe you have tips for those who are struggling whatever the case please give us a call join the conversation triple eight nine one four nine one four nine is our studio line 888-914-9149, 888-914-9149, our email address, if you'd prefer to send us an email, that's always welcome, Innerlife at relevantradio.com Well, Father, in, in just uh, thinking about these, uh, the different ways that we go about these things, I think t- one of the things to say from the outset is obviously this requires, as I said, intentionality. It also requires discipline, just like you were saying, just like a, a physical workout plan would require discipline. It also takes discipline. I mean, I think we have to go into our, it with our eyes wide open that way too, right?
1: That's right. So resolutions are very important. We make a resolution. We write it down. It's specific. It's uh, individualized for ourselves. It's doable. People often bite off more than they can chew. They read lives of the saints and say, "Oh, I'm going to be a saint within a month by um, not eating for thirty days." <laughs> so we we have to be realistic, and that's where also a spiritual director is helpful. Yeah. But also. Uh, books and and other articles rather than trying to figure this out by ourselves Mm -hmm. but the the essence a good priest director told me one time that consistency is 98 percent of the spiritual life so just showing up doing what you said you were going to do whether you like you're in a good mood or not so we can write a wonderful plan of life but then we need to do it right and, and again, we have to be measured in what we set out to do because if we try too much, we're gonna we will give up and and then we'll nothing will happen. Now. So, start with baby steps. Um, we could get into some specifics. I'm sure we will during uh, during the next uh, couple of minutes.
2: Yeah,
0: absolutely. Do you want well, well, to well, I think that one now. Of the- or- just to comment on one of the things you said, uh, be measured. I think that's good advice. Um, I know I personally can attest that when i've when I've bitten off more than I can chew, yeah, it might it might endure for a day or two, maybe even a week on my really good weeks, but uh, it doesn't last much belong, beyond that. and then the the next thing you said, consistency um, sticking with it. And I think one of the questions that I would have around that too, father is that, when we're talking about setting aside time for prayer, for the sacraments, for adoration, for these great spiritual practices, I think we we don't go we don't abandon them the moment we feel like uh, oh, well I don't feel like it or um, you know I just it, it feels dry to me or something like that, right?
1: That's right. So one of the aspects of a program of life that is behind all of this is penance. Penance meaning willingness to be uncomfortable and penance isn't always uncomfortable it's always sacrificial meaning it's always an offering but sometimes it's very pleasurable that is you you see a sunset that's overwhelming and you you offer it to god that's in a sense an act of penance because you're not possessing it but you're you're offering it back it's kind it's it's a bit of stewardship that we don't own anything, everything comes from God. Everything's going back to Him, and so everything is an offering. John Paul articulated. John Paul II articulated this kind of as the law of the gift. That is, we yeah. and Bishop Barron talks much about this. That the more we give, the more we receive. That is, we become rich to the degree that we give. The more we give, the more we receive. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. so true with time. The stewardship yeah. of time, I, I found it in my, my life that if I commit to a holy hour every day, and I, I started doing this in the seminary 45 years ago. Not 45, 35 years ago. <laughs> um, time flies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there but, you go. Uh, yeah, the, the, I had three priests tell me in the first week of seminary in 1987, that I needed to make a a daily holy hour if I wanted to be a happy priest and and be a priest uh, 40 years from now. And so I started doing that. And okay, it's an hour out of your day. But I've always had plenty of time. Somebody said one time, Father, if you're busy, you got to make a holy hour every day unless you're really busy. Then you got to make two holy hours a day. So, obviously, lay people can't make, most can't make a, a day, an hour of mental prayer every day. But I, I will say that for uh, priests and sisters, this is really fundamental to offer and, and do it early. So, make the first fruits of of your day, the first hour, so to speak, you offer that back to God. Now, we can't always do that. But here's the the principle, we give God time, as I mentioned before, and and he gives us lots of time back. Don't be afraid to commit the time needed to live that plan of life. It's the source of all blessings.
0: Yeah, again, great advice from our spiritual director, Father Joseph Ilo. We're talking about making a plan of life. How do you make plan make make a plan of life? How much? How do you factor prayer into your daily routine? Is it something that you have been very intentional and disciplined about, or maybe you have questions? Maybe you're struggling to make that time for daily prayer, for a, a time with the Lord each and every day, and you have questions about how can I overcome this? We'd love to hear from you. Give us a call: 888-914-9149, Again, eight eight eight. 914-9149 or send us an email innerlife at relevantradio.com. We've got lots more of this great sage advice from our spiritual director, father Joseph Hilo coming up here on the program. As we continue to talk about making a plan of life and growing deeper in the Lord based on our own plans, but we're going to take our first break. We'll be back with more right after this. Our sponsor, the university of Dallas invites you to check out the quest a five episode video series on discovering our purpose and living it with courage. Start watching The Quest for free at RelevantRadio.com slash Quest. If your life had a soundtrack, would it sound like this? Or would it be much faster and more hectic and frantic? My name is Patrick Conley. Welcome back to The Inner Life. We're talking about making a plan of life and managing our time well, making plans for how we live out each and every day in closer communion with the Lord, with our spiritual director, Father Joseph Ilo. Thanks for tuning in to the show today. Some great advice already And as we continue to move on. If you have questions about how to put together a plan, a daily plan for growing deeper in the Lord, if you have tips, for those who are struggling to do just that, give us a call, join the conversation, 888 Again, 888 914 9149. Let's go to the phones now. Miss Joy is calling in from Las Vegas, Nevada. Good morning, Miss Joy. Thanks for calling in.
3: Good, good morning, dear man of God, Patrick and um, Father Joseph. Now, we know that all of us who are Catholic listen to divine mercy chaplain now, that's the first thing in your life now i'm I want to read two uh proverbs that are applicable i think chapter eight verse one therefore preach wisdom and understanding will answer you and chapter 16 com- verse three commit your works to the lord and he will establish your thoughts so there you are. Those are the answers to my life. Mm. And being eighty mm. years old, God is first mm. in my life.
1: Hmm. I think if you thank you, Miss Joy, and you know, we as we grow older, we grow closer to God. We hope, and especially we begin to see how the scriptures are real. I, I'm sure you read the Bible every day, don't you, Miss Joy?
3: just about every day. And I have a Bible study uh, at uh, my parish, St. John. We have Bible study every Thursday. So That's tomorrow wonderful. I will be there. Ah, you know,
1: <laughs> um, I read the Bible every day, and I, I hadn't done it for a long time, but my spiritual director said, you take, I mean, almost every day. Sometimes, Sometimes it doesn't happen, but and I've been reading the Bible cover to cover, just going back and forth over the years, and it means so much more now that I'm 61 than it did when I was 21. You know how it just, the Bible just comes alive the older you get, you, you just see the wisdom of God, isn't that true? Mm-hmm.
0: It is. It's true indeed, and one of the great gifts that we have and a great way to factor in, a needed way to factor into our daily plan of life. Ms. Joy, thank you so much for the testimony, for the Proverbs, and for the phone call, and for listening regularly to Relevant Radio and specifically to the Chaplet. Grateful that we have uh, your prayers and support as we continue to bring Christ to the world through the media. So, thank you, Miss Joy. And one of the things, Father, that Miss Joy's call really brings to mind. I mean, she read from Proverbs, but uh, even even uh, as I was listening to you before the break, what kept coming to mind was, you know, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And what is one of the primary, if not the primary, way we do that? But in in and through the usage of our time.
1: That's right. Miss Joy said, God first. A, our housekeeper, she's from El Salvador. And always in Spanish, she says to me, primero Dios, primero Dios, mm-hmm. first God. Mm-hmm. And if, if we keep that principle in our minds, that's really the essence of a program of life, is God first. Keep God first in your life. Mm-hmm. How you flesh that out, right? That's That's the question of, what do you do all day to make God first in your life? But we got to start with that principle, start with the first principle of God, God or nothing. Right. That's Cardinal Sarasa in one of his books.
0: Yeah. Very good. And we'll get right into that uh, here next, but we've uh, let me, let's take another phone call here quickly before we get into that. Father Ronnie is calling in from Brooklyn, New York. Good afternoon, Ronnie. Thanks for calling into the inner life.
4: Oh, thank you so much. Uh, I was listening to father, Joseph Hilo, and uh, everything he said is right on the money, because I'll be 80 years older on October 30th, and uh, all he was talking about is uh, so true that um, I do uh, the hours every morning for an hour, and yet I uh, all my day long is uh, focused on Christ. All my day long, people don't realize how great God is. God is so great that, uh, like St. Paul said, uh, no eye or ear he has heard or seen what God has in store for those who love him. Because God, He knows everything before it happens. He's in control. He's He's so great that you know who can give you the air to breathe, or take a seed, you bury it, comes out everything to eat: fruit, grapes, uh, wheat, etc. With grass for the cows, sun in the right place. And God, when you when you when you worship God all your life, and like Paul says, Saint Paul, pray pray constantly without ceasing. That's what it's all about. Because without God, there is nothing. He gave us our mother and fathers. He gave us yeah, the air to breathe. He gave us life itself. God is everything, everywhere and always. All the saints know this. And uh, bless his and Mary, the love. God is love. Here's what he told me to write. God, love, love, God. God is love. Love is God. And that's what it's all about. And love is not love. And if it's held in, it's selfishness. God, love is meant to be shared. That's what charity comes in. Love is so great that you have to share it with others. To hold it in is not right. But it's it's meant to be shared, and that's where charity, love, and charity go together.
0: That's- yeah, thank you, Ronnie. Thank Thanks. you for that. Yeah, l- let yeah. me uh, just jump in and let Father Ilo respond to that. Yeah, go ahead, Father.
4: Thank you,
1: Ronnie. Uh, pray from Las Vegas to Brooklyn. We've got the country covered with prayer, with love, with charity. But that the connection between love and char- um between love of God, which is prayer. And then charity, love of neighbor, the two great commandments. So a, a plan of life has to have a dimension of charity. It can't just be internal. It can't just be silent prayer, but it needs to have its manifestation through charity, service to towards others. So a program of life that's just about me is misguided. Yeah as as St. James says, right? Show me a faith without works. I'll show you a faith that is dead. We don't want a dead faith. We want a living, active faith that expresses itself in kindness, thoughtfulness towards others.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we want, if if you will, going back to your early analogy, Father, about uh, the similarities between making a plan, a spiritual plan of life as uh, kind of analogous to making a physical fitness plan of life as well. We don't want to we don't want have kind of a fat, sluggish faith either. So we've got to have the discipline and the time. So let's get into it, Father. Let's get into specifically, let's imagine that people are kind of just starting out in this whole thing because it seems like a majority of us don't necessarily make that slated plan of this is what I'm going to do. So if someone's just starting out and kind of making this spiritual plan of life, where would you suggest they begin? What are some tips you could give to them?
1: A good tip is to begin with what we already know which most Catholics know Lent. And in Lent, we write down some resolutions. I'm going to give up sweets. I'm going to pray the rosary every day. I'm going to go to daily mass. So think about what you do for Lent. Uh, You make resolutions and you do your best to keep them. Mm. And now a plan of life is just extending that throughout the whole year. So again, you Sit down with a piece of paper and a pen, and you write down maybe three things that you want to do on a weekly, daily or weekly basis. Keep it simple in the beginning. And I say there are three things that we should do every day. One, scripture, some scripture, uh, either reading the Bible directly, or if you go to daily mass, of course, you're going to hear the scriptures or something on your computer or your phone, some kind of reading of scripture. Second, the Blessed Virgin Mary. Uh, We have to say good morning to our mother. We have to love, express affection for our, our Heavenly Mother every day. So the rosary, a decade of the rosary, the Angelus, there are different devotions to Our Lady. Never let a day go by without some act of affection for our holy mother and the third thing is the holy eucharist so could be daily mass could be a quick visit to the tabernacle on your way back from work it could be a spiritual communion but some reception of our daily bread either spiritually or physically in the holy eucharist Mm -hmm. so those three things the eucharist the scriptures and our lady and they should all team up to manifest themselves in charity, greater kindness, patience, thoughtfulness toward those with whom we work, with our family, et cetera. So in a sense, there's four things, the Eucharist, Sacred Scripture, the Blessed Virgin Mary, and then charity. But charity is the uh, fruit of all of those things. So that's a way of just starting out with a daily program of life. Yeah. Yeah. There's the weekly, the, the, so the daily, weekly and annually, we can get into weekly and annually as as we have time.
0: Sure. Yeah. Well, certainly to start focusing on the daily, we will get to the weekly and annually as well. Um, would love to hear your insights on that too, father. But, uh, I, I'm, I'm thinking about these things and I'm thinking, well, it seems simple enough. Um, uh, particularly scripture and the Blessed Virgin Mary. I know people with uh, if they're not necessarily even if they can't make it to daily mass or if daily mass just whatever it is a uh, schedule doesn't work with their work schedule or something like that. I I've heard of many people who you know maybe over their lunch break maybe they work in in the, in the downtown area of a, of a large city or uh, and there's a parish just you know that's opened up they'll take part of their lunch break and they'll go in they'll spend a few moments with the Blessed Sacrament in in that church uh, in that parish and. I think that's really fantastic. In fact, I would say that if if any of you any of you are one of those people who does that, give us a call. I'd love to hear from you. What difference has that made in your life? Triple eight nine one four nine one four nine. Um. So, but I'm already hearing, Father, with these things, even with as simply as simple as those things may be, I'm hearing that you know that that frustration, that angst that arises. <laughs> I'm so busy. When am I going to find time? To do something like that, any any responses to that uh, that particular kind of uh, that that angst, that uh, that complaint?
1: Sure. Well, we live in a busy world, and we are incarnational beings. We're not angels. We have to feed our body, clothe it, wash it, feed, clothe, wash other people's bodies. If you're yeah. especially if you have children, right? You have to work, so it's not going to be easy to maintain this discipline. Everything will be taking us away because from our spiritual life, because the spiritual life is the, is the most quiet, humble, um, least demanding. You're, you're hungry. Your stomach will not let you rest until you get something in it. Um, Your boss needs a a report done. He's not going to let you rest. Jesus doesn't clamor at us like the rest of the world. So, Mm -hmm we have to realize if, if we don't pay attention to Jesus, he's going to get left aside. It'll be hard. We have to be intentional about it, but we can start with very simple things that are relatively quick. So I say we need to be attentive to our, our blessed mother every day. What does that mean? Does it mean a whole rosary 15 to 20 minutes a day? well, Start with the uh, a decade of the rosary. You're in the car. You could turn on the radio and listen to some bad news, unless it's on relevant radio, of course. (laughs) Or you could keep the radio off and the CD player off and and your phone off and say a, a decade of the rosary. Start with a decade of the rosary. Start your Mother Teresa would always start any journey, especially in vehicles in dangerously overcrowded Calcutta with the Memorare prayer. And then immediately they sisters will go into the rosary. And Mm. I'll tell you, I I live in the San Francisco Bay area where there's frequent traffic jams. Whenever traffic gets jammed up, I start the rosary and suddenly Mm. I'm not upset anymore. (laughs) Suddenly I'm in God's hands. Uh Suddenly not everybody else on the freeway is my enemy, but my friend. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, yeah. It's just a simple thing, and there are so many times when we waste time. So start with like a decade of the rosary every day, even when you're doing something else, like driving, taking a walk, jogging, riding your bike. And then um, a, a spiritual act of communion, spiritual um, communion. If you can't get the daily mass, you can't stop and just make get the prayer online, Make a, make a spiritual communion at 12 noon,
2: yeah. right
1: after you pray the Angelus. You start okay. doing these small things, and then you begin to see, hey, I can do this. Actually, I'm looking forward to this. And then you start to grow from there. So yeah. spiritual communion might lead to daily Mass every Wednesday right. at the noon right. hour. So so it grows. It grows, grows from yeah. small seeds.
0: Well, I'm glad that you mentioned the spiritual communion because we had an off-air call come in from Pamela in New Jersey who was asking if uh, you need—I think you answered this, Father—but do you need to, for instance, watch Mass on TV to make a spiritual communion, or is that something you can do, say, after saying a rosary?
1: No, you can pray that prayer anytime with the desire of receiving our Lord. So I, I'm not a big fan of online Masses. Now, of course, I'm not. A, I'm not confined to my house, so I have to be sensitive to that. But um, often, you know, I, especially since the pandemic, you hear, "Well, I, I went. I, I go to mass on TV now, Father." Well, try not to do that. <laughs> try mm-hmm. to go to real mass. But we don't need to depend on media to get to Jesus. We can just pray from the heart. So. Yeah. Um, pray constantly as ronnie said from brooklyn and and get some prayers one of the practices is uh, what's called aspirations or ejaculations where you have a, a, a phrase a scripture verse in mind where you can just pull it out you feel joyful you say praise the lord jesus christ or you feel doubtful lord i believe help my unbelief so that's another little practice of having a scripture verse or a quick prayer at hand that you could say without even thinking much about it.
0: Yeah. Very good. Well, our conversation continues with our spiritual director, Father Joseph Ilo, currently pastor of star of the sea parish in San Francisco. And he also gives retreats to mother Teresa's missionaries of charity around the world and uh, we're talking about making a plan of life and specifically a daily plan what do we do from day to day to grow deeper in the lord if you have some tips to give or if you're struggling to make time for prayer and for silence in your life and would like some advice from our spiritual director give us a call 888-914-9149. again 8889149149 or send us an email in life at relevantradio.com got more to come on the show But we've got, uh, yeah, great conversations, phone calls coming in, emails coming in. So we'll get to those after the break. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with more of The Inner Life right after this. Our sponsor, the University of Dallas, invites you to check out The Quest, a five-episode video series on discovering our purpose and living it with courage. Start watching the quest for free at relevantradio.com slash quest. Welcome back to the inner life here on Relevant Radio. My name is Patrick Conley. My thanks to Nick Sentivich, our producer, Thomas Engesser, taking your phone calls and to our spiritual director, Father Joseph Hilo, as we're talking about making a plan of life. The plan that we are resolve to follow, to grow deeper in relationship with the Lord. If you have some questions about that, if you have some tips to give about how to make a good plan of life, give us a call at 888 Let's go now to Julie calling in from Maryland. Julie, welcome to The Inner Life. Thanks for calling.
3: Hello. Um, Father, I had a question about uh, the holy hour that you were mentioning, and I wondered if it was something that could be done at home, uh, just with my own private readings and things, and prayers, or if it's something that must be done at church in front of the tabernacle.
1: Thank you, Julie. Good question. There's a real value, of course, to being in the physical presence of the Eucharistic Lord, and even more of the sacrament is exposed, but that's not always possible, and that shouldn't stop us from what we call mental prayer, quiet prayer. So if it works out much better for you to pray at home, there's a lot of there's a, there's a tradition of having a little altar somewhere, a little sacred space in the home, and that's what it's for, especially not only family prayer but quiet prayer. So if you could make a holy hour a few times a week or once a week, in your home that's tremendous that's the essence of all prayer is silence Mm -hmm. and to to set aside that time and to have that space for silence so the holy hour at home is a very good thing maybe if you could get out to the blessed sacrament you know once a week or every couple of weeks that would be great too but but you do what you can
0: Very good. Julie. Good question. Good question. And, uh, I'll say also uh, yeah.
1: just according with Julie's, um, I just did three weeks of hiking in the wilderness with, with, uh, three other guys, hmm. some other priests. We did the John Muir trail, uh, for three weeks. And obviously I couldn't do my holy hours in front of the blessed Sacrament. I mean, we had mass every day on a rock or something, but, um, so, and, and w- there were some days when we had to hike, um, even 10 to 12 hours to make our goal. So we wow. all agreed that the first hour of hiking would be in silence. And that was our holy hour. Nice. Just hiking with backpacks on. This is as much as we could do. Sometimes I got time in the morning or time in the evening to uh, sit down on a rock and do a holy half hour, holy hour. But, it, but at least we just, we had the first hour of silence in, in our hike. Right.
0: I really like that I really like that in fact you you brought up Lent father and one of my regular Lenten disciplines is um, to leave the the music the audiobooks the podcast to leave them off mm-hmm. when I'm in the car just um, mm-hmm. the car is just a place for silence um, yeah especially during Lent so yeah mm-hmm. great great ideas um, Julie great great question appreciate that. Let's go down to Roy calling in from Madison Wisconsin Roy thanks for calling
2: into the inner life. Uh, I the first thing I thought of when you guys mentioned this topic was turn on Relevant Radio. I listen to uh-huh. it, and you don't even have to be Catholic. I'm not Catholic. I probably my daughter became Catholic. Drew wants me to become Catholic, and Father Rocky. But I tell you, if I didn't listen to Relevant Radio throughout the day, you know, starting with Patrick in the morning, or even the Story Hour. Uh, who's the fellow that does the Story Hour real early? I love it.
0: Uh, That's Glenn Leverin's, Yep.
2: Glenn, yeah, Glenn, yeah, in the story, and then and then uh, Father Simon knows best, and uh, I always, kidded. Father knows best. Father Simon knows, and then uh, turning with Timmy and Cal, and the, all day long. I just and on the weekends, and I listen to it while I'm on the mower with my headset. Uh, mm-hmm. You you just don't want to miss any. And Drew, of course, mm-hmm. is like the bomb. He he like you guys are good for our country. I know you guys got to know. That's why I started giving uh, automatic. You can do it real easy, right? Automatic, even though I told you we're not Catholics. We we go to a non-denom church here in Mass. But um, Mm -hmm. I tell everybody about relevant radio. Everybody. You guys should be in every state in the world. You guys are the best. On Sunday mornings, I listen to uh, uh, Archbishop Fulton Sheen. I think that's on your channel, isn't it, early on Sunday mornings? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's like, wow, it's just the best. You guys are the best radio is good for our country, not just for Catholics. You guys, it's good Mm. for Americans that love America and God.
0: Roy, that's great. I thank you so much for the, for the, yeah. Adulation. I mean, thank you so much for the praise and, uh, yeah, you know, keep praying um, and thank you for your generous support as well. We're grateful for that. Just so all our listeners are aware, I did not pay Roy to call in, um, but um, but I mean, I just a little bit more broadly here, Father. I mean, there are many. I, I'm I'm just astounded by the number of Catholic resources that we can make in, mm. in part of our daily routine. Um, or it, you know, maybe a little less frequently than that, but we can do daily. We can do, um, every other day or something like that, where we can go searching for some Catholic, good, solid Catholic teaching. Yeah.
1: That's right. The spiritual reading was one of the classic components of a plan of life, but now we have so much great media. It really began, um, with, Catholic, with EWTN, whatever, 30, 40 years ago. And now there's, and Relevant Radio is a tremendous network radio has a special place because while video requires more of our attention, you can, as Roy says, cut the grass while you're listening to the radio. Yeah. So Lent, as you said, I and I do the same thing during Lent, no media in the car, but but outside of Lent, yeah. it's it's great to have your uh, preset to relevant radio um, so, and you know I, I when I'm washing up in the morning, I'm usually listening to a podcast by some Catholic author or um, the nap Institute we have here in california i I've got all I wasn't able to attend this year because we were on the trail, but trem- tremendously impressive um, talks by 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 the best so education is a is a big part of the plan of life, not only spiritual reading but um, media, the media that's available today. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: very good, Roy. Thanks again for for the uh, for the encouragement. Uh, we are we are grateful for you and all of our listeners who um, support us through your prayers and through your generous donations as well. So thank you for that, Roy. appreciate it. Well, Father, before we run out of time here, speaking of managing time, um, I did want to get to the, you, you, we've done some work on the daily plan, making the daily plan, but we also mentioned weekly and annually as well. Can you run us through what's suggested for what's to happen every week and every year?
1: Sure. I'm going to start with the annual, just three okay. things that i recommend. And obviously this is not an, an exhaustive list. There are things that uh, people add to this or, or emphasize, but for my personal life, um, and it actually, it's required for priests canonically as a retreat. So, but, it, but it's good for lay people as well to schedule in a weekend retreat with uh, a directed retreat. There are lots of religious organizations that do that retreat houses around. A second thing is, I say annual, but it's um, spiritual direction. If you can meet with a spiritual director every couple of months, or maybe even just once a year to meet, have an extended confession or spiritual direction on a retreat, that's uh, not just a preach retreat, but also having a one on one with um, uh, someone who can help you grow in that way. And the third thing for annually would be a pilgrimage. And, and this can be as simple as a visit to a shrine locally, or it could be, you know, a trip to the Holy Land for two weeks. But every year, I think, to um, embark on a little voyage, a journey to a shrine, and um, t- to make that a time of prayer, it's, it's like a retreat. It's, it's kind of a walking retreat, a pilgrimage is. But um, a lot of us don't do pilgrimages on a regular basis. And when people do, I, I lead one every year somewhere from the parish. People are amazed. They say, "I first time I've ever made a pilgrimage to Rome or, or to uh, Poland or Mexico City to see Guadalupe. And it's, uh, why haven't I been doing this? Because there's so much to a pilgrimage. It's not just interior, but it's meeting people. It's, um, it's different uh, foods. And it's... Um, is an aesthetical dimension. You know, your your jet lag, your this or that. So, pilgrimages. Okay. Finally, yep. w- you wanted me to talk about weekly.
0: Yes, please.
1: There's there's a lot we can do weekly. Here's a smorgasbord, a menu. You can pick certain things, but I think um, there are some things that are essential. So, number one, the morning offering, and a lot of you probably do this already, but um, it, it's a prayer that you start your day with. You, you, you just offer everything to God and you do that intentionally and verbally. Here's a um, version of the morning offering from the Catholic Bishop's website. Oh Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart in union with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world for the salvation of souls the reparation of sins, the reunion of all Christians, and in particular for the intentions of the Holy Father this month. So that's a good prayer that you, you offer God the first moment of your day. Priest told me once you get out of bed and you hit the ground, you you kneel before your bed, you hit the ground running Mm. by making that offering. Um, We mentioned daily scripture as a, um, but maybe just weekly scripture, maybe just spend 15 minutes once a week on Wednesday mornings with scripture. Mm-hmm. Mass, of course, um, is, if you, you know, maybe daily mass, but, but certainly Sunday mass, that's a requirement for all of us. So that's a weekly part of your plan is looking forward to Sunday mass and getting there early and preparing for it. Adoration of the Blessed Sacrament, if possible, uh, a weekly holy hour. I say priest, we should all do a daily holy hour, but lay people, everybody can afford one hour a week or even a half an hour a visit to the Blessed Sacrament. Rosary, at least weekly. Uh, and the Chaplet of Mercy. Miss um, Joy mentioned that from Las Vegas. Yeah, the Chaplet of Mercy is very important. Sacrament of Penance, once a month is is a kind of a standard for that. Um, spiritual reading, we, we talked about um, at least once a week, but maybe even a couple times a week, setting aside, aside a time for reading the lives of the saints or some other media, as we said, watching a, a, a movie on form.org or one of the other platforms or listening to a talk. Um, confession, we mentioned that, um, and then Uh, Two more things, physical exercise. Now, what does this have to do with our souls? We are body-soul composites. Everything in our bodies affects our souls. Everything in our souls affects our bodies. So a couple of times a week, I would say three times a week, do some aerobic exercise if you can, if your health allows it. Uh, So 20 minutes, 30 minutes, riding a bike, walking, taking a brisk walk, uh, playing squash, doing, doing some kind of activity that gets your heart rate up to an aerobic level. Mm. And then the last thing I would say for weekly is examination of conscience. You begin the day with a morning offering, you end it with an examination of conscience. And that, uh, we probably don't have time to go more deeply into what the examination of consciousness or conscience is, but it's looking back over the day, two or three minutes. You thank God for the graces received. You ask pardon for the graces you wasted, opportunities to love him that you didn't take. And then you make an act of contrition and think about the next day. Okay, this is, this is what God gave me this day. This is what I didn't use. How am I going to use what God gives me tomorrow? Yeah. So that's, that's a menu of things for a weekly.
0: Yeah, Plan of very good. Yeah. Okay. Well, I like it, Father. I like it very much. And by the way, if anybody's interested, we did do a show on examination of conscience back in the middle of August, August 16th. And so you can uh, find it on relevantradio.com slash inner life and listen to more about that. Well, Father, our time has wound down, but I think we've we've gotten some good stuff from you out of this hour. Great, great, um, great just... tips and advice on how to start building this daily and weekly and annually plan of life. And so we're grateful for all of your advice that way. But of course we're going to need some help. We're going to need some help from the Lord and uh, in and through His Church, as you've mentioned as well. But uh, perhaps that can start with a blessing from you, Father, if you would.
1: Sure. And just before that, I'd say that um, this is just a taste of what the plan of life is. So I encourage all the listeners to read about it and, and go online and find more about it, about, about it. May the blessing of Almighty God be with all of you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.
0: So grateful for your time, Father Ilo. Thank you for that. As our spiritual director today, we've been talking about making a plan of life. If you'd like to go back and re-listen to any portion of the show or share it with others, and maybe develop your own uh, your own plan of life. Remember, relevantradio.com slash innerlife. That's the place to go. Tomorrow on the show, Sloth and Acedia with Father Rob Kroll. And don't miss at 7.30 a.m., Bishop Cousins is making an appearance on Morning Air. So tune in for that. Hope to see you tomorrow.
2: Until then, grace and peace.